everyone happy happy tuesday god bless you all welcome once again to my podcast it's maxine this is nothing your spiritual fitness and this is a weekly spiritual reflection of the word of god in your life i hope all is well with you i hope you had a lovely start to the month of may we have entered the second week of may And you know, in my church, this is our season of victory. This is our month where we experience victory. And we don't just call it a season. We look at it as a continuous victory. And you know, that's how God wants us to function in life, that we should always be walking in victory. Because truly, he's done the work. The work is finished. We have to just continue maintaining the finished works of Christ. And so once again, welcome. Today's scripture is very humbling for me because it was such an eye-opener and I hope that you get to enjoy this um, reflection and just have it manifest in your week. It's also an exciting week for me because I get to be part of the revival conference that's being held at Manchester. thankfully to um, Apostle Joshua Selman and Koinonia Global and so it's 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 an epic moment revivals you know learning from history are very powerful moments where the people get to experience God the society gets to experience God and it's not just those believers that get to experience God but the unbelievers as well just looking at the history of revivals that were done here in the UK it's quite humbling to realize how powerful the presence of God was felt and we get to be part of this I get to be part of it I'm super excited I'm super humbled at the same time but I think it's a Kairos moment for many of us because this is a point where God just comes down and destinies are manifested things that are wrong are made right restoration happens healing happens it's just miracles signs and wonders and we experience the glory of God we experience the presence of God and I pray that you will get an opportunity to you know listen to it you know you can go to my social media handle I will be posting the links that will be for people to just join in live and be part of this experience it's running on wednesday and thursday there'll be a wednesday evening session from 5 p.m and there's a thursday morning session from 9 and then there's also an evening session which is the miracle service which is also again from 5 p.m this is an epic moment tonight encourage you all to just click the link and be part of the revival you know we we always feel sometimes oh my gosh is it really being part of it if i'm online yes it is you don't have to be physically present god is omnipresent he's all over he's everywhere so even if it's happening in manchester and you're all the way in kenya you're all the way in uganda you're all the way in nigeria you're all the way in south africa you're in togo you're in benin like you're in south america the us you're in denmark you get to experience this epic moment you get to be part of the uk revival experience And so we just thank the Lord. Oh, Holy Spirit, you're welcome into this place. We welcome you and we ask you to give us your light, oh God. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this wonderful day. The Lord Keeper of Israel, we thank you that you've nourished us. That as we wake up this Tuesday, we get to fill for your presence, oh God. 
we thank you that you continue to love us you continue to just manifest yourself in us each day because of love oh god we 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 glorify your name we praise you we we honor you we admonish you oh god you are the great king of kings oh lord my god how excellent is your name jesus christ our lord and savior we thank you we thank you for your great and mighty works we thank you for your presence in our lives we thank you for the gift of salvation we thank you for the favor that comes with it righteousness in you oh god you make us whole you make us complete you make us special oh lord we thank you We thank you that you're in our hearts. You're speaking to us daily. You're speaking to us daily with the word, oh God. And we ask you to just make this word come alive in us, oh God. As you intercede for us, oh God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we thank you that we receive the light that comes from your word. We thank you that we receive understanding from this word. And so as we go forth living our lives, as we go forth interacting with those we love, as we go forth interacting in our daily activities, be it at work, at home, our businesses, oh God, we get to experience your word. We get to experience light. We get to experience this wisdom and great understanding and operate from a position that is rightfully so, a position of victory, a position of greatness, a position of love, a position of elevation. Oh thou, oh Lord, you are our shield, you are our glory, you are the lifter of our heads, oh God. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you lead us to this truth. You lead us to this great mighty truth that allow us to manifest the Shekinah glory of God. We ask that as the audience continues to listen and reflect on this podcast, that it manifests continually in their lives. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. And so today's scripture is from the book of Luke chapter 10 and I'll be reading it from verse 1 to 24 so that's quite long but I'll be using the message version. I found this profound and it's interesting how the Holy Spirit gives you this based on a video that I watched um, which I'll explain later. And so Luke verse 10 from the message translation it talks about lambs in the wolf pack. Later, the master selected 70 and sent them ahead of him in pairs to every town and place where he intended to go. He gave them this charge. What a huge harvest and how few the harvest hands. So on your knees, ask the God of harvest to send harvest hands. On your way, be but on your way, but be careful. This is hazardous work. You're like lambs in a wolf pack. Travel light comb and toothbrush and no extra luggage don't loiter and make small talk with everyone you meet along the way when you enter a home greet the family peace if your greeting is received then it's a good place to stay but if it's not received take it back and get out don't don't impose yourself stay at one home taking your meals there for a worker deserves three square meals don't move from house to house looking for the best cook in town when you enter a town and are and are received eat what they eat or eat what they set before you heal anyone who is sick and tell them god's kingdom is right on your doorstep hallelujah when you enter a town and you're not received go out in the street and say the only thing we got from you is the dirt on our feet and we're giving it back 
Did you have any idea that God's kingdom was right on your doorstep? Sodom will have it better on judgment day than the town that rejects you. Doom Shirazin, Doom Bethsaida, if Tyre and Sidon had been given half the chances given you, they'd have they'd have been on their knees long ago, repenting and crying for mercy. Tyre and Sidon will have it easy on judgment day compared to you. And you, Capernaum, do you think you're about to be promoted to heaven? Think again, you're on a fast track to hell. The one who listens to you listens to me. The one who rejects you rejects me. And rejecting me is the same as rejecting God who sent me. The 70 came back triumphant. Master, even the demons danced to your tune. Jesus said, I know. I saw Satan fall, a bolt of lightning out of the sky. See what I've given you safe passage as you walk on snakes and scorpions and protection from every assault of the enemy no one can put a hand on you all the same the great triumph is not in the authority over in your authority over evil but in god's authority over you and presence with you not what you do for god but what god does for you that's the agenda of rejoicing not what you do for god but what god does for you That's the agenda for rejoicing. At that, Jesus rejoiced, exuberant in the Holy Spirit. He said, I thank you, Father, Master of heaven and earth, that you heed these things from the know-it-alls and showed them to these innocent newcomers. Yes, Father, it pleased you to do it this way. I've been given it all by my Father. Only the Father knows who the Son is and only the Son knows who the Father is. The Son can introduce the Father to anyone he wants to. He then turned in a private as uh, he then turned in a private aside to his disciples. Fortunate the eyes that see what you're seeing. There are plenty of prophets and kings who would have given their right arm to see what you are seeing, but never got so much as a glimpse to hear what you're hearing, but never got so much as a whisper. Amen. This is a powerful, (laughs) powerful, powerful scripture. And it just coincides with this whole revival experience. Now, the reason I actually was led to speak about this scripture is I actually saw a video that was explaining the concept of Pavlov conditioning. And that's a whole biological phenomena. And I'm sure many of you have come across it when you were learning about Pavlov conditioning in high school during biology lessons, if you took biology. But in summary, Pavlov was this person who realized that you could always cause a response from a certain stimuli. It all depends on how you expose the subject to the stimuli. And most of the time, the subjects were animals. So we get to see the power of conditioning with dogs. So what he would do is he would place a dog in a room and he'd place a bowl of food next to the dog. But he would not allow the dog to eat it. But when a bell was rung, the dog would be allowed to eat the food. And so he exposed this dog this way for a couple of days, a couple of sessions, a couple of frequencies. And the dog suddenly realized that I'm allowed to eat when the bell is rung. So 
Every time the bell was rung, the dog was excited because they knew that with a bell came food. And so when the bell was not rung and food was still placed next to the dog, the dog would not eat it. And this is called Pavlov conditioning. Now, um, I was watching a video on social media and this same principle of Pavlov conditioning was shown in a horse. So there was this lady with a horse and this horse is used to being tied around its face and having a saddle placed on it and then you know when they use the ropes on their face to hold them they're, they're, they use the ropes to lead the horses on how to walk or where to walk or the direction to go so this lady comes looking like she's holding a rope but she doesn't have a rope she has no rope but she's holding her hand like she has a rope and that's what the horse sees and then she goes on to place this invisible rope around the horse around its face around its neck you know tying it invisibly and then she tugs this invisible rope and guess what happens the horse begins to move the horse begins to move like it's being led the whole time this lady has no rope it's the, there's no rope in her hands there's no physical visible rope it's all invisible and that just got me thinking how manipulative and deceptive satan can be you know jesus has been so powerful enough and so loving enough to die for us he conquered sin he conquered death he conquered grave, the grave he conquered satan satan is defeated and this is why i got the scripture the work is finished jesus declared to his disciples i saw satan fall like lightning we also know in the book of revelations the defeat of satan is perfectly explained but yet we are in a society that function like we're always under his attack. Why? Why do we function and live like we're not living in victory? We're not living in the established victory of Jesus Christ. And it made me realize it's something similar to Pavlov conditioning. See, Satan knows the truth. Satan knows that he's defeated. Satan knows that he's that that Jesus is the king of kings and he's the lord of lords and he has defeated him and his blood speaks for our lives. And so we have to know these things because this is how we operate. This is how we function. But Satan doesn't want us to know about the established works of Jesus Christ and the victory that he reigns with us and in us and through us because that weakens him that defeats him that makes him resistant and he has to flee so what satan does is he does the same exact thing this woman did with the horse he comes with all these imaginary problems he comes with all these imaginary demonic attacks and he comes with all these issues of life and we get to experience it i mean let's not let's not pretend like oh it's just all in our heads we get to experience financial difficulties we get to experience adversities we have problems within families and friends associations we experience bad days bad moods bad emotions we have bad dreams and everything life just not working out right but you know all all that we see all that is that whole concept of Satan placing this invisible stronghold on your life 
and he's tagging you. He's tagging you to destruction. He's stealing from you. He's killing. He's destroying. Just tagging you with something that is invisible. Because in reality, that stronghold, in the true reality of Jesus Christ, in the true reality of God, in the true reality of life, that rope does not exist. That stronghold does not exist. What I mean to say is the fact that we are children of the Most High God, We are the sons and daughters of God. We are that royal chosen priesthood, that chosen generation that has been blessed by the salvation that God has given unto us. God said our sins are atoned for. So there is nothing Satan can use against us. Not only that, we walk in the righteousness of Christ. So when God sees us, he doesn't see us and our iniquities. He sees Jesus Christ in us. And this is the, this is not an arrangement. This is a reality. This is the life. This is the truth. This is something that's eternal. So here we are struggling with life. Here we are struggling with, with issues around life. But yet the victory is there. Jesus himself is telling us in this passage, Satan fell, Satan has fallen, Satan is defeated. And he said that we should be happy to see what we're seeing because there's so many people in the past who would want to have this experience. And he said, God is so loving to us that he shows us these mysteries of overcoming adversities in life because he's not showing noitals he's not showing the sadducee likes and the pharisee likes he's showing the innocent people people who come broken contented open to receive from god and all at god is telling us at is we have to see what god is doing for us and we must rejoice we must rejoice that we have authority over evil We have authority over evil because God has given us that authority. You have to walk in confidence knowing that you can trample on scorpions and snakes and you have protection. (laughs) Who else can tell you apart from Jesus Christ that you have protection from every assault of the enemy? And he said, no one. Jesus himself has said, no one can put a hand on you. You have to walk in this victory because when you know these things, that rope doesn't exist. That invisible pulling doesn't exist. That stronghold doesn't exist because you cast it down. You place it under the obedience of Christ where it rightfully belongs. So it's not an issue of, oh, I overcame the demonic attack. It's you knowing what God has already done for you through the love, the mercy, the favor, and the gift of salvation what the resurrection means to you the coronation of Jesus Christ as king of kings after he has presented his blood in the highest order of priesthood and he has said that we have a covenant with God a new everlasting eternal covenant that is ratified by his blood and that blood speaks for you. It speaks over your life. It speaks over your finances. It speaks over your family. It speaks over your well-being. It speaks over your health. So next time when you're sick, yes, you're showing signs and symptoms. Isaiah prophesied it. Jesus did it. By his stripes, you're healed. Jesus has conquered life for you. He's conquered the adversities for you and then he's given it to you. He's given you his majestic, triumphant victory for you to express it here on earth. And that's kingdom agenda. 
And we must show this to the unbelievers. We must show God that we understand that we have received from him. And it is now our job to show that we are not held by invisible ropes and tags and poles by the enemy. Instead, we are holding the victory of Christ and manifesting it here on earth. And so as you go on this week, I'd like to challenge you. I'd like to challenge you in the sense that as you do your week, Remember, you're walking in a place of victory. You have power and authority to trample over scorpions and serpents. Jesus, God, life itself, the creator of the universe, the monarch of this world has said that you, no one can touch you. You have protection from him. Operate in that mindset. Operate in that knowledge and see how your life is. See how your boss talks to you. See how your colleagues operate with you. See how you interact with your family. See how the Holy Spirit opens your mind to great mysteries on this earth that will give you ways and means of networking and using channels to overcome adversities, even like financial issues. We just have to operate on that mindset. And so we have to stop allowing ourselves to be experiments we cannot be victims of pavlov conditioning satan wants us to be victims of pavlov conditioning you're not you're not that person that needs to see a rope invisibly tied around your neck to know that you're suffering you need to know that that rope does not exist because the lord god has conquered on your behalf be blessed and have a good day have a good week and see you next time.